advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. So as this um as this slippery slope continues. Uh, for Brent's drinking and mm-hmm. bell clinging, mm-hmm. uh, I just envisioned him with a drum set like <laughs> setup of bells. You know what I mean? I could do that. <laughs> I need a. I could use my rotating chair too. I could just keep spinning in circles. Yeah. Hitting all the bells. As soon as you what said it? drum set type setup, I immediately pictured him as Animal from the Muppets. I thought yep, about it. There too. you go. Yeah, that was. Can I be OCD and can I have different yeah. glasses that I fill with certain amounts of liquid just so yeah. I get the tone right? Sure, sure. I'm kind of down with that yeah. too. My camera's not working on live, but we'll have to ignore it. You might be more like the guy with the boomerang fish, though. It's a boomerang fish. He's a Muppet. Forget his name. He's got the boomerang fish. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Seems fish boomerang. What's a boomerang fish though? A fishering. Fish. It's like a. You know what a. You know what a fish is. Yeah, I do. You know what a boomerang is. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Can you throw? Do you throw the fish? Does the fish come back? Correct. Okay. Well, yep. <laughs> I just. I'm gonna have to Google that. Apparently. Yeah. Forget the Muppet's name, but he's got boomerang fish. The whole act. Hmm. Yep. Not, I'm not into the Muppets. I am. I used to fucking love the Muppets when I was a kid. Like there was I watched a lot of Muppets when I was a little sure. yeah. But I don't recall the Moomerang Fish. Hmm. Can't remember the guy's name. I can picture his face. I gotta I gotta Google it. My son watched the Muppet Babies. I think my daughter's probably too. But I'm not sure. I don't know. Not sure about the Muppets. Why? You think they're a bad thing? Um, no, I just, I don't know. You know, there's just some cartoons that you don't really get into. Lou Zealand was his name. Nope. nope. That's the, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Boomerang fish. Yeah. I wonder if Australia and New Zealand battle over the rights to the boomerang. You know what I mean? Mm. What kind of a battle would that be, really? They'd throw boomerangs at each other. The, <laughs> so, yeah. the, the winner, the winner would be, I guess. Yeah. That was that was a fucking stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it always comes back and hits you in the ass. That's yeah. the problem with those kind of fights. Yeah. 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 So anyway, trying hard over here, but it's not going to happen. Nothing. I don't know what the fuck. It was freezing. This. I had the old Brad freeze. Like we traded. Like, yeah. I think we just need, need new iPhones. Out. Is yeah. what it is. I or I need to reload these phones. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of it. Correct. All the above. You're the tech guy. It says it doesn't the have the Wi-Fi password. Yeah, don't bring your computer here. It won't get fixed. 
I'm glad 99% of our audience is not around here. So yeah. Well, that's why I said it. I wouldn't yeah. have done that to you in real life. What a jerk. This ain't even real life. True. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it fell off Wi-Fi is what's wrong. Oh. It's been on Wi-Fi for fucking years. See? Computer like, Literally right years. That's sitting. why you bring your computer him to fix right. it. Because mm-hmm. he fixes it. Oh, right. oh, it came back around. Yeah, well, you fixed it. Well, the yeah. password has exactly. is Goonies and then some numbers. So yeah. you guys can all hack me now. Yeah, fix that part. Fix that. I'll see if I fix the camera. Bam. Well, Done. So what have you been doing, Dave, in your, in your lockdown over there? I've been grading my ass off all day, every day, because it's finals week. I've just been grading cheese. You've been grading papers. Yeah, I'd rather be grading cheese. Hmm. I'd rather be eating cheese than grading papers, even Hmm. knowing it's a a moral and ethical conundrum for me. And two hours later, I would have a white hot knife of shit pain from being lactose intolerant. (laughs) That still sounds better than grading these fucking papers. I I forget that it's not just compassion that keeps you from pizza. What a terrible life. You should just yeah. give up, Dave. You can't have you, you can't have pizza even if you decided to just kill, give up, kill some Dave. cows. You're horrible at being right. a person. No, no, I have to just, have just quit. Alternative cheeses, or I can't have pizza. Wow, my son's kind of lactose intolerant. It's like alternative music. Nobody likes it. I can't make the rhyme or reason of it though, because sometimes he's okay with certain things, like hard cheeses or something. Are okay. He can get away with some mm-hmm. pizza sometimes. Certain things just fucking wreck him though. For me, well, mozzarella. Got- like mozzarella is different than like cheddar. Well, they all have different amounts of lactose yeah. content. But I've even bought lactose ice cream and it still fucks my family up sometimes. Like the lactose free one. That's because you bought lactose ice cream. You got to <laughs> yeah, lactose yeah, yeah. 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 Should have worded that properly. For me, it just that. got worse as I got older. And I'm watching it happen to one of my nephews and my niece. They're, they're in their late teens and it's starting to rear its ugly head. And I'm like, enjoy pizza while you can, folks. <laughs> I just deal with it. Yeah, you know, I shit my pants afterwards. It's fine. It's so painful, dude. Yeah. Ugh. Are you the lactose intolerant? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Certain things, but I'm not stopping. I'm like, it's not bad enough for me to stop. Mine was horrible, you know? dude. White knuckle, horrible. It's like, um, yeah, it's like I'm a functional uh, druggie. Yeah, you're a functional alcoholic. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. So our, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but every week we give away a hot sack. Hmm. No, I didn't. Yeah. And I don't know if you know, El Yucateco gives it away. I, I don't pay attention. It. That's true. El Yucateco. That was a pregnant pause, Brent. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Oh, all of a sudden. Well, here's the problem. We need we need like a Jamie, dude. The shit's all fucked up, and they could only hear Dave until just now. So I was what? like trying to fix my camera and trying to fix all the audio feeds to whatever yeah. the fuck was going on. They couldn't hear us. I, I think it's fixed, though. Okay. Can you hear us? Hello. All right. Should we, Hello. Should we do a take two? I'm here, too. Can you hear me? I don't know. The live's just going to suck, I guess. Like it's, it's interrupting the show. Oh. I can't figure it out. It's not working. I don't know what's wrong. They said Dave sounds like Echo now, hmm. but they can hear us. So I don't know. Is it good? Tell us, people. Hello. No, no. Move on though. It's gonna fuck up the show. We could pause the show and fix it. No. Okay. No. So um, anyway, we give away the El Yucateco 
Hot, hot sack. sack. Hot sack. The king of flavor since 1968. <laughs> Fuck you. You had your chance, sir. I was quiet first time. <laughs> we give it away every week. And this week we're giving it to none other than Jen Lynn. Um, she photoshopped the uh, temporary. Um, apparently it's temporary because it's not there anymore. Facebook added the hug. React. Yeah, it yeah. was like, yeah, hugging yeah. something, a heart. I think. A heart, yeah. And she uh, has it hugging El Yucateco Black. Um, so even though she didn't do a food post, um, it was still an awesome post. So that ended up uh, getting the love. So you're going mm-hmm. to get an El Yucateco hot sack filled with swag and prizes. So um, when Frankie Pigeons asks, make sure you give him your bra size or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pink, pink, and it, and it, it was recognized by El Yucateco. Yeah, that, that's yes. part of what happened. Um, El Uteco, as Brad El put Uteco. it, um, actually messaged <laughs> it's abbreviated. And, and asked. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if she made that, though, or if that's like her thing. Someone might know. be getting. I mean, she posted it and Dave noticed it, but El Uteco noticed it as well. Yeah, they liked um, it. But I don't know if she made that. So, so Dave, tell her what's in the sack. Swag and prizes. A delicious bottle of El Uteco hot sauce. It will be. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know what I have right now? I have uh, enamel pins. So those cool little Teco bottle pins. Mm-hmm. Um, some holographic stickers that are only going out in the hot sack because oh, there's only a few I saw of them. Those, yeah. yeah. And then there's new stickers that aren't the square attic, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all the other ones that we normally send out. There's like four variations. Mm-hmm. There's some new ones that are just like an oblong oval El Uteco mm-hmm. sticker that I I hadn't had before. I think those are brand, brand new. I don't think yeah, we ever had them in the I, past. I need me one of them. Yeah. So I'm putting all those inside. Um, Inside her box? Inside of yeah, the hot inside sack. Her box, yeah. Inside the hot sack, yeah. That's what makes her box hot. Hmm. She's Stickers. Crazy. Yeah. And then we also, at the top of every show, we like to thank our patrons. Um, you guys make this uh, possible and rewarding. Um, you guys give us a lot of support and we appreciate it. And in our darkest times, that support is really one of the things that keeps us going through the show. So we like to thank you guys for stepping up and no longer being fuckface peasants and mm-hmm. uh, joining the Sculpt. So um, we want to thank, and this is this is a good one to start with, Elios Kachiguini. Mm. I'm pretty sure you said that dead on. I think he invented think. Bitcoin. Yeah. Pretty sure he invented a cryptocurrency of some sort. Yeah. yeah. Or or like a weird sex move. Yeah, like the that could be the crotchy guinea. Yeah, the crotchy guinea. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Instead of the hamster in the tube, you put the guinea pig up your butt. That's oh happens. wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. an advanced move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, my buddy, my buddy Danny, Daniel, he listens to this show uh, sometimes. Actually, I think he listens to it all the time. He's a fuckface peasant, though, but he's poor, so I, I understand. Um, but he said he puts a, a Red Bull in his ass, and then his girlfriend sucks it out through his dick. I don't know what that's called. Mm. It's like a beer can chicken kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely kind of. It's close to beer can chicken. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Beer can dickin. It's yeah, beer can dickin. dickin there. Yeah, there you go. It gives you wings. So. That's, that's for sure. That crotch guinea, you got to have a yeah. fucking three inch PVC to get it in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to stop by Lowe's. You got to stop by Lowe's. Yeah. Not a guinea pig could get through three inch PVC. Oh, oh, I've seen sure. some big guinea pigs. Trust me. A lot of that hair. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> that hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of a lot of that's hair, Justin Olson. Remember him? Yeah, he doesn't have any hair. Yeah. So he actually has alopecia. Yeah. Yeah. No eyebrows, no eyelashes. His friend actually has that. He's got a rare version called Crotchapecha, 
and he actually has a big afro in his crotch, but then no hair anywhere else hmm. on his body. I have the opposite of that. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, like a baby, I'm like a baby seal down there. Huh. Okay, I got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. um, Alex Hayden. You guys remember him? I do. Yep. Yeah. I don't, I can't speak to it. It's one of my favorites. We signed an agreement actually. Yeah. A lot, a lot of things happened, but not a lot to talk about it. The long weekend. It was a lot, a lot of, of coke, a lot, a lot of coke, a lot of damage done, yeah. a lot of, a lot lot of neurological damage, neurological, physical damage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I coughed up a fur ball on yeah. the hotel toilet. Yeah. And oh, I, some I'm, free shit. I'm not even sure. Even if I could speak to it, I'm not really sure what all happened. Right. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. Lots of dead brain cells. Speaking of which Juan Rodriguez is another yeah. one of our, that guy can barely talk. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He said, hey, my name is Juan. He said, really? Nice to meet you. And he's, hi, my name is Juan. And he just, he's like just, the Groot. He he's yeah. like the Groot of Mexicans. Yeah. Juan? yeah pretty yeah. much. That's yeah. all he said. It's exactly how he talks. He's Mexican Groot. Yeah. 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 My name is Juan. What's your last name? Rodriguez. <laughs> It'll get better. I promise. It was everyone yeah, out there. Yeah. Big, this will get better. I'm going to drink some more whiskey. I think that, I think all the technical difficulties are fixed, but okay. Oh, okay. it's fucking hot it's down good. here. I'm it sweating. It is a little warm. Yeah, dude. There are these giant chairs. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. Why do these chairs make us hotter? I don't know. I think there's. Oh, it's because the other ones. I mean, I was oh, hot before. The other ones aren't leather. Is that what it is? Or they're leather or whatever these are. We need to build fans into them. Yeah. Yeah. Right before summer, we did that. We could roll these out and roll those in. Sure. These are just for these are just for pictures. We should auction those other chairs off. It would make up for the six hundred dollars that these chairs cost. Mm. <laughs> All hot and sweaty on our back. Mm. God damn it! I need a blanket. I need an afghan. Hey, old lady man, knit me an afghan. Done, citizen. Thank you. Um, and then finally, uh, also, why are chairs so expensive? Blair. 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 That's a fat girl's yeah. name. She's on the Blair Bitch Project. Like, there's just yeah. one yeah. name, Blair. Like, that's presumptive. It's a girl for sure. You think so? Oh, yeah. Really? I was picturing a guy. Nah, I think it's kind of like, looks like Molly Ringwald, but with fat ankles. Who's and Molly Ringwald? Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Who's that? And then she's got fat ankles though. So like, yeah, you, you know what's about to happen as soon as she pops the baby out. The estrogen's going to kick in and she's going to be a big girl. Hmm. I could be wrong. Blair could be a guy. And if he's but, a guy, he looks like a ship captain. Hmm. I'm almost certain of really? both of these scenarios. It's one or the other. One or the other? Yeah. I sure? strongly agree or I strongly disagree. It's one of those. I'm passionate in either so, direction. You don't know. Yeah. You've confused me. I've always been passionate in either direction though. Yep. Sexually. Yep. Yeah. I don't know who Molly Ringwald is. Great segue that would have been for our other topic. Segway. Speaking of segways, uh, <laughs> podbelly.com. You can go over to podbelly.com and get a free I Love Kevin Bacon sticker um, featuring Kevin the Pig. Speaking of that, the code is Kevin the Pig. Go to podbelly.com forward slash shop and add the sticker to your cart and use Kevin the Pig and get a free sticker while they last. I think there's 130 stickers left as we speak. So those motherfuckers are going fast. And someone in Australia, I think Joel, my age podcast, must have said the code because I have mailed about 14 stickers to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker's using up all my expensive stamps. <laughs> I anticipated this in my marketing yeah. plan, but yeah, that's a lot of, yeah. a lot of Australia's out there. Can we there. start this episode over? Australia. Can we start it over? Um, I'm not feeling good about it. I'm just going to drink more whiskey. Okay. It'll get better. Maybe if I drink more whiskey. <laughs> you haven't been drinking whiskey in a while here. I haven't, no. Get some okay. Corbin cash, haven't. No. Why? What do you got going on? I don't know. You can do it. No. Put your back into it. Oh, uh, my back's out right now. Yeah. My whole body's go, out. My whole body's out. So our topic is occult 
or cult leader or just a hippie commune? I don't know. Um, is or this, just a nice, a, this a pretty cult? nice guy for a while. Is it a cult? for a while? So is Stalin. Yeah, Stalin was a real nice guy. So I feel is like Hitler. it's a cult. I think it's a cult because the commune living and fucking everybody. Thir- once you get thirteen wives, it's a cult. Or you're Mormon. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Which is a cult. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong, Brent. Yes. You're not wrong. Brent, did you watch the documentary? Like the I did. Documentary. Yeah. How did it lean? Like, did it lean in their favor? Like, did it make them look good? I'll say this. Um, we started to watch it, and my daughter walked out into the front room, and I paused it because I was like, who knows what's happening on this shit? There's like fucking titties and weed and LSD at, at every fucking turn. So I pause it and it was just like this epic picture of his face, which is actually the cover art for this episode. And she was like, who is that? He has a really nice nose. I was like, man, this guy's got fucking voodoo. <laughs> I was like, he I got like, my daughter. Yeah. Like in Son two seconds from like the, the he, <laughs> he has, he does look, and I have to admit it myself. Like this motherfucker looks like very striking. Like he's hmm. like a fucking, I don't know, like a, a manly man. He has just all this fucking hair and this fucking beard and his eyes are like on fucking fire. It's something weird into your soul. Like I could see where people fell for that shit. He's a striking man. He really is. That's all I can say about it. I don't know what else to say. He has some kind of mojo because on pause, he wooed my 16 year old daughter with his nostrils alone. Like see, it was impressive. The, the, like I assumed it was sort of a neutral documentary, but don't, I read an interview on Vice with the director of the documentary. Right. I was like, I think she like fell for it. Totally. I started reading through that actually. And like, like so felt like, I don't know if she was already on board. I don't know if she, I mean, because all they had to get permission to use all this footage from the members of the community, obviously. Well, I'll tell you in the documentary, in the interviews, that was something very notable is the interviews with the people they're still fucking trippy. Like, I don't know if it's because it took a special kind of person to join in the first place, but they were like, hi, I'm Isis, Isis Aquarian. And you're like, you're still fucking weird. Like you're still (laughs) fucking weird. And no one really had any ill thoughts about him because it wasn't that he was ever abusive in any way. The weirdness was that he had 13 wives and some of those girls were of questionable age. They were young. Um, And some of that that weirdness went on. That was the main, the main thing. And and not just with his wives, because there were like 153 But outside of that, it wasn't manipulative. It was a pretty open thing. At one point, it was matriarchal because there was like 13 wives that were kind of running the show, and he would just step in for some things. Um, The main main person that I saw who talked shit about him at all, the only person I saw who talked shit about him was his original wife. Yeah, because she was heartbroken, dude. Yeah. She had a kid with him, and he one of their bylaws or commandments or whatever you want to call them were written in that no, nothing shall be, uh, come between a man and his woman. And then one day he came home and was like, fuck this. There's a bunch of hot-ass fucking young girls here. Right. I'm fucking them all. Yeah. And so he ends up with 13 wives. And you can see like she has to go through the heartbreak while there's 13 other wives and deal with this shit. Did you see the, the picture of him with his wives? Like oh, he's yeah. dressed like a pimp. Oh, oh yeah, dude, he's no. Like, uh, he's, he's all of those things. He has a fucking cane. He, yeah, he is yeah. a pimp and a cult leader. It, it, it's kind That's of crazy, funny. dude. And he was... a. a uh, maybe allegedly a war hero, maybe a bank robber, um, a restaurant a owner, an entrepreneur, a what? Murderer. A murderer. Yeah. With judo chops and shit, a judo champion. But I, I don't know if that, if that counts, like if, if he really was a judo champion. And I will. And, and um, like 
in in ways that I didn't think one person like I honestly like looking at everything that he did to in Los Angeles, right? And we'll we'll get to to his restaurant, but his restaurant, the source. Um, like when people picture Los Angeles, you picture people eating kale and smoothies and super healthy food and like somewhat hippy dippy kind of a thing. Like, I honestly don't think any one person was a bigger contributor of that vibe to the entire city. than He was this the moment. first restaurant. He started that movement. Celebrities yeah. were going to the restaurant. Sure. I think, yeah, like if it hadn't have been for the, the 13 wives and shit, he was just very progressive. Like he was just ahead of his time on a lot of his thoughts. He was hanging out with Jack LaLanne and fucking what's his name? Bragg from the apple cider company. They had an interview with uh, the Bragg guy's daughter. I was like, Holy shit. I have that in my cupboard. Like yeah. <laughs> it was fucking trip. So, okay. So, so the, from the, the vice article where they interview the director, the author of the vice article sums it up by saying, um, talking about, so his, his, his religious name was Father Yod or a variation of Yahweh, Yahuwah. Um, but his real, his birth name was James Edward Baker. But the, the guy from Vice said the guy was part guru, part father, part pimp. And he sought some way to unify people as they explored their psyches to the absolute threshold of potential spiritual enlightenment. Whether this is through food or drugs or music or meditation or sleeping with 13 women at once, many of whom are teenagers, or moving to Hawaii and spending all your money on a helicopter and a boat and nothing else, well, who's to judge what the soul truly needs to learn certain valuable lessons? And for a long time, he wasn't like manipulating really. I mean, yes, maybe to a point, like, cause those people wanted to follow him, but dude, one of the interviews, there's this guy and you look at people and you're like, that guy's a weirdo. This guy looked normal. He spoke normal. Mm -hmm. Like he's a normal guy. Like I bet that guy works at an insurance company or something. Mm -hmm. And he recalled from state farm, his (laughs) first experience. I mean, he's old now like his dude's in his sixties, but he's talking about his first experience of when he went to the source restaurant and saw father Yod. And he said that he dropped to his knees and kissed his feet. And Father Yod was like, far fucking out, man. And he said, <laughs> I'm your father and you're my son. And he said, yes, you are. And that was fucking it. What dude was in. Fuck, yes. Dude. People quit their jobs. They <laughs> sold their fucking businesses, their profitable businesses, yeah. and became dishwashers and waitresses and waiters at that fucking source restaurant. Yeah. Like one by one, people sold. Some guy liquidated his entire fucking house. Hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of real estate, of antique furniture all this fucking shit and they became part of that shit and quit Mm. what they were doing there was a guy that was a photographer for that was taking photographs of like led zeppelin and shit and his fucking like serious fiance found this went to the the source restaurant and saw father yod and immediately like got rid of all her shit and tried to get him to come along and he was like I'm taking a picture of Led Zeppelin. Like, yeah. I'm not doing that. Like, fuck you. I have a career. And he didn't fall for the fucking juju. Yeah. She's still the one. She's the historian that you see. I think her name's Isis like, or something. Isis Aquarian. Yeah. She is the one that's yeah. still doing it today. Wow. She's the, the group historian or whatever. She fucking left him and left that life and left that job and just became a part of it. People just sold their shit and became What's her name? Charlene. Charlene something. Theron. That's her real name. Yeah. Charlene no. Theron. So he was born in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, in on the Fourth of July, nineteen twenty-two, and um, big guy, six foot four. And apparently, when he was a teenager, he had um, a horrible case of hemorrhoids that couldn't be medically treated. And he met with a nutritionalist who gave him like a natural diet-based way to get rid of it, which was like 
don't eat cheese, don't eat meat, high fiber, plant based, you know, because that'll that'll cure your your pooping problems. Fuck, I don't know, man. You're gonna have a big old fiber log coming out across that hemorrhoid now. But apparently, the, the one article poops. that I read that was what that, regardless of the outcome, that changed his life and made right. him look at food in a different way and nutrition in a different way. Um, and uh, that got him into bodybuilding and got him into to judo. Um, he ended up, uh, he owned his own gym. He opened up a gym in Chicago and owned his own gym. And then, um, he joined, uh, the Navy for world war two. Um, and this is where the truth is hard to find in a lot of the, a lot of the backstory of this guy's life. I'm full of doubt. Like how much of this is verifiable from outside yeah. sources? How much of this was this guy spouting off because he's the fucking Baba Yaga? Like I don't know <laughs> the Baba uh, Yaga. I don't know what's what, but so it was. It is confirmed that he was in the. He did join the U.S. Marines after Pearl Harbor. Um, he did fight at the Battle of Guadalcanal, which was fucking horrible. Um, so at the so the story that's out is that he got the Silver Star. Um, I want to know if this is true. Like, I know it's not on record, but damn, that's a cool story. So, so allegedly he was, he was in the brig in, in his ship for punching his CO and the ship was attacked by Japanese planes at the battle of Guadalcanal. The ship started taking on water. So they released everybody, you know, you're not going to go down in the brig. He ran up on deck, manned an anti-aircraft gun, and he shot down 13 Japanese aircraft before the ship sank and was awarded the silver star. And they think he would have been given the medal of honor if he wasn't under charges um, while he was uh, attacking the the Japanese. I'm pretty sure that would be on record. If he got that accolade, here's the problem I have with it is like stolen valor. People. I watched a video like two days ago and it was people getting caught in lies. I don't know if you can find it out there, but it was fucking awesome. They, the first one they showed was this guy that had all these, he's has fucking military uniform with all this shit on saying he was a Navy oh, seal no. and all this shit, but they had already like dug deep on this dude. They already knew. And then they asked him for an interview and they're like, Hey, we know you're lying about all this shit. And so he sat there all awkward and quiet. And then finally was like, I knew this day would come. They finally I just, caught. I told uh, myself that I would just not do it anymore. They finally caught Jeff Adamick. Oh yeah, that was. I didn't want to say the word. I didn't want to say. Yeah, <laughs> finally caught him. Very highly offended. Knew he was gonna probably get, highly offended right now. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and then they had this, dressed up like a war hero. chick in the mall. Um, that so it's just serious. I mean, I'm getting off subject here, but this one was funny. They pretended that there was a hundred dollar bill under this big black lady, and she's like, I swear, baby girl, that's my hundred dollars. It was just by my phone. I swear I just dropped it. And like you saw the whole thing go down. She didn't pick up shit. It was in her hand already when she walks up and pretends. And yeah. she starts, she's like, This girl gonna tell me that's not my hundred dollars throwing a fit in the mall. And they're like, bitch, we got, it's a joke. It's a joke. We got you on fucking camera. Yeah. But there's act, tons act like of the stolen valor shit. Right. Because right. you got to go through like the Freedom of Information Act to get that shit out of there yeah. to figure out if they're lying or not. Well, and, and well, you have a lot of a lot of homeless people do it, you know, right, like, right. Yep. yeah. And apparently somebody out there did, because one of the articles that I read said that there's no evidence um, of James Edward Baker as a listed name of uh, receiving the Silver Star during World War Two. But he did serve. But he did serve. He was at the the Battle of Guadalcanal, and he was in the Marines. So I said the Navy. He was in the Marines, um, and I don't know. Maybe that makes the story even more far fetched. Because if he's in the Marines, I don't know that he would have been trained on using anti aircraft guns. Because that would have been a naval job, not a Marine job. Correct. True. 
Hey man, I got this point and shoot, man. Pull the trigger. It's like it's easy, like an iPhone. I mean, I guess you'd probably know. I mean, if you're hanging out on a deck, you're probably gonna learn how to how to use that shit. But it is quite different than any other gun you're gonna fire, you know. I guess if it's loaded, you could pull it off. Maybe. I could. But if someone if one man could shoot down 13 planes, they probably wouldn't have got sunk in the first place. Because well, the guy already, that was actually was trained s- on that gun. It was already <laughs> sinking when they let him out of the brig, though, according to the story. They're all sleeping and got hit. And I think shooting down 13, I don't know. Shooting down 13 of them seems like a fucking whale of a tail there. Yeah, has that ever been done by the guy that was trained on the gun and they saw him coming? That's a lot. That's a lot yeah. of planes. Um, and it just so hmm. happens to be how many wives he had. Maybe he's talking about something else. Hmm. Um, so allegedly he was an expert in jujitsu. Um, and so he had a wife before he became father. And we, I kept saying father Yod, it's father Yod. Yod. Yeah. So father Yod left his family to move to Hollywood to become a stunt man. He thought he could become a stunt man for the Tarzan movies and television shows. Um, but he failed the screen test because he's huge. He's like six foot four. He's all buff. Like he thought that the looks alone would do it, but he, he didn't get it. I'm surprised to be honest. I mean, he looks the part. Yeah. Like I said, striking and those right. eyes are on fire. Looks yeah. like, yeah, yeah. It looks like a, a television Jesus. It's a good thing. He's yeah. dead. Or I would, a, actually, looks like Moses. Like he, he looks, looks like, like a, Moses. He a does. Moses. Yeah, the, yeah. the depiction that we see of Moses. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's who yeah. I picture when I seen him. So then he started hanging out with a group called the nature boys which were a group of like pre hippie. They were like beat poet people who lived a natural lifestyle, vegetarian diets. They lived according to nature's laws. Um, and while that was he, a very, it was a mild spinoff from Jackass. It was, it was way boring yeah, though. They just, was, ate, yeah. they just ate vegan yeah. and hung out and shit Locked on the beach. It the, was, it was like that Steve O show, but yeah. not near as exciting. Um, so he started studying philosophy and religion and he starts to study under, he becomes a vet, a Vedantic monk. I don't know what that even is. Um, I'm hoping it's like quite Chen Kane and he has like a quivering palm strike that can help you. <laughs> quivering palm. Yeah. <laughs> That's my hope. Oh, I know masturbation style. I have quivering palm. <laughs> I'll show you hairy palm. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. Lonely palm and rosy palm. <laughs> Your rosy palm's no match for my quivering palm. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, what about my meat feet? <laughs> oh, your meat feet technique. Oh, good. Speaking of speaking of meat feet, guess who stopped by the, the fucking uh, studio after all this time we hadn't heard from him? Jeremy Pepper. We talked all that oh, fucking yeah, thumb yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shows up and I was oh, like, well, we, we've been talking shit. He's fucking ready to go. He's going to try yeah. to jujitsu me. Yeah. I was like, you fucking hear us talking shit? And he's like, oh, I have no idea. And he hadn't come by in like fucking a year, a year and a half, probably. That's funny. As soon as we talk shit, we like evoked fucking Jeremy Pepper. That's, That's funny. funny. Yeah. Rosen, Rosen from the non-dead. Totally. Yeah. So he starts to study under uh, Yogi Bajan, which was a big spiritual yoga leader in Los Angeles. Um, all his picnic, all his picnic baskets were vegetarian that's ones. True, yeah. 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 Hey, boo boo, a picnic basket. So. Yeah. Uh, he ends up um, having um, he gets married again in this period in L.A. And mm. um, he ends up meeting throughout all this time. Like Brent said, he he befriended uh, Paul Bragg, who was a big like vegetarian exercise 
Like, you know, he, he was one of the first people out there to believe that changing your diet could cure serious diseases. He like, you can buy the, the brag, uh, apple cider with the mother. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's like means. unfiltered. It means like the original content of yeah. the apple is in there or something. Yeah. Like they, but they don't know because there's other organic ones that say with the mother. Yeah. I think well. it's like. It's like uh, whatever the beneficial bacteria is, like the probiotic uh, like base uh, of whatever the original yeah. Newton's. Okay. Like pulp, when you orange juice it, with pulp. Yeah, the bottom of the is like dark and full of floaties, you know. Danzig Ooh. should come out with his own brand of apple cider vinegar called Mother. That would be sick. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> um, and he also has the brag amino acids, which are a huge thing in vegan land, and I don't care for them. BCAAs, but, aminos. Um, I don't know. But Dude, anyway, hate to, I hide, hate amino acids. I hate amino acids. <laughs> wow, I never saw some vegan hate for amino acids. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just like it's just pure fucking salt. Like it's just. So I think I think he was I think he was a, a jujitsu uh, master because a lot of jujitsu people love their aminos. Right. I'll tell you what, except oh, for yeah. he refers to like jujitsu throat chops. And you're like, yeah, mm. but maybe it's Japanese jujitsu though. Jiu-jitsu so. jiu-jitsu Japanese jujitsu, yes, does have yeah. throat chops. Yes, does it have kicks? Yes. Okay. Well, judo does too. Like the original, original judo, sure, like had sure. had a like punching and kicking program that went along with you know the throwing and the groundwork. And then as the Olympics went on, you know, and and it it furthered on, it was like that stuff was kind of removed. But um, like in Japan, they still practice the striking and kicking. And keep like in it mind, just got removed from here. He probably learned judo and jujitsu. <laughs> Yeah, in Japan or thereabouts when he was in World War II, probably because yeah. he show. I mean, he already knew jujitsu and judo like in the fifties when there yeah. wasn't a dojo you could go to in fucking Ohio. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, odds are he learned it in the service, and he probably learned it like on base from a local. You know, um, some hardcore. Well, they had like early. I mean, I think even like World War II. They had like instruction manuals for judo in the military. Sure. So that's in the like US that's military. in the last uh, Ip Man actually is <laughs> that that's covered. Like a dude tries to bring uh, like kung fu and stuff into military training, mm-hmm. and I think some of that stuff is based off of true stories. Some, yeah, yeah some it's, of it, it's probably yeah. yeah the main one. There's off. Did you, did you watch the last one? No, there was one more. Four. Oh, yeah. Four? yeah, there's part IP four. Ip Man, yeah. Because there's the IP, number yeah, one. IP, Ip, I'm not sure. It's Mr. Ip, so I say Ip, man. Yeah, there's the ones without the numbers that star different people. Yeah. Like the number yeah, one. Donnie Yen's a fucking badass, dude. He makes me want to buy a fucking... Monster, dude. He's a so... Fucking wooden, a wooden dummy if they weren't $700. So I'll just have to stick to pork chops instead. Have you seen those just, new that's ones what they I have? Got. I got the pork chops. I'm, you fucking hit the thing and it swings around. Yeah, like dude, fucking, I looked one up. It's yeah. like, they're like 600 bucks. I was trying yeah. to figure out if I could build one with like skateboard bearings you, you and a fucking pad or something yeah. on like threaded rod. You could. I want, a, I, I want a grappling dummy. I don't want a grappling dummy. I just want a double end ball and I want one of those, but I think I could build one with like threaded rod, just like to the floor, yeah. to a base yeah. and just put skateboard bearings on it. Make one out of wood. Yeah. Immediately. First time I'm just going to hit myself in the back of the head right away. Fuck yeah, you yeah. will. Yeah. Cause well, I, I do it like a real doll. <laughs> That'll do. You could fuck it and fight it. It'll be, it's like no, dying no, no, no. word. Just, just fighting. Just fighting. <laughs> yeah. Um, arguing. I mean, I just, I don't want to. All right. Fuck you, uh, bitch. You always just sit there. You don't fucking help out with anything. Just fucking sit there. Say shit. You don't cook dinner. 
I'm yeah, just fucking. I cook. Yeah. Sit there and look at me with judgment. <laughs> you just angry fucker after that. So um, he also was uh, friends with Jack LaLanne. And if you don't know who Jack LaLanne is, you should fucking Google his ass because it's pretty crazy. Like he was like a 1950s, like fucking super crazy weight dude. He was uh, like all- pulling tug- tugboats in the fucking in the river with all his balls while he's drinking juice. Old as fuck. And he was still pretty buff and doing like strength challenges and shit. So if he, he actually like he could do like one arm pushups with a banana on his ass on an infomercial. <laughs> that guy was fucking crazy. Apparently, he was getting shrapnel taken out of his leg, and Jack LaLanne was the nutritionist at the recovery center. So he hmm. met, so apparently, he knew Jack LaLanne and he meets Paul Bragg, which would actually make sense because, in order for him to have the knowledge to launch this first ever vegetarian restaurant, like you had to get some info from somebody, you know what I mean? And those yeah. seem like that would have been a good start to, to, to get into it. So, I mean, that's crazy. Those were, he was mingling with household names today. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? To have Lelaine and fucking Bragg all in one. Those are the names that still stick around. So, um, then there was the darker side of stuff that you find out about. So, um, at one point, and I don't, this isn't, this isn't necessarily in order. Um, in 1955, it was confirmed that he killed his neighbor in Topanga Canyon, um, in a fight over a dog turned violent but that he was a he ended up not getting perse- uh, prosecuted prosecuted because it ended up like a, apparently the witnesses there were like no this was an even fight like shit just went south but supposedly he killed him with a judo kick Ooh, yeah. judo kick wouldn't it just be a kick to no. his throat no, it's a judo kick. So I was down with a Japanese here, jiu-jitsu a throat chop, but judo don't got no kicks that I know. Yeah, it of. does. Does it? Yeah, that's what I said. What kicks yeah, you got? In it has judo? it has yeah, it has a program? Trips. There's strikes and kicks. No, really? Yeah. Huh. And yeah. the key there, is there's the key is every time you do it, you say judo kick. You don't know yeah. if I got a knife. Let me see a judo chi- judo kick, Brad. Judo kick. It you looks know? like a karate kick. Well, you're a black belt, so you know all those kicks. It's like a karate kick. Yeah, yeah. exactly like yeah. a karate kick, except you say judo. Like, like I could, I could, uh, you could do a shuto. Yeah, that's a that's a chop. Yep, a shuto is a kick to the ass. A shuto is a chop. Oh, yeah. I mean, that means chop. We should make fan. a salad yeah. chopper called the shuto. Yeah, see, Davey, a shuto a fan. We could do yeah. some marketing around this, like a fucking knife. Yeah, you're gonna love. You're gonna love my nuts. Yeah, check out the shuto. Oh. So, you have to wear a gi. You have to wear a gi when we sell it. We'll do the whole uh, thing. You're wearing a gi, chopping up vegetables and shit. A kimono. Yeah. yeah. Oh, kimono. Sorry, dragon. So another My- thing is he um, supposedly, and there were two different versions of this. So there was an actress named Jean Ingram who was like in a lot Ooh. of old westerns and so forth. And apparently, he was. Uh, he never supposedly he, the husband found out that they had a thing going on. And he said, I forget what he said, but it was like, no, this isn't sexual. It, it's like a spiritual transcendence that we have. Yeah. Together. And yeah, he's like, I'm whooping your ass either way. <laughs> and one account was that he got shot. He, he just loved the spirit of her pussy. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. It's like spirit of my cock was the spirit of your wife's teen, pussy. Teen yeah, spirit. She yeah. was young. Yeah. Um. So according to one, he was. Uh, according he was, to Juan? Juan, yeah. Juan Rodriguez. He was. Um, I'm trying to find where it was. He got shot. So in one account, he shot the guy, and in another account, he killed him with a jujitsu chop. Oh, 
I saw in the documentary they said in 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 passing though, like quickly, I had to rewind it a couple of times. It was like who chopped and who shot who? Like <laughs> it was really weird how they worded it, but they said with a judo chop to the throat and a shot to the head. I was like, damn, Jason Bourne, this motherfucker's yeah. looking like Moses and fucking <laughs> assassin, dude. He fucking was like, Wah! like the throat and then fucking pulled out a gun and shot him in the head. Seventy like, shaft movie. Yeah, I'm, yeah. that was some Jason Bourne moves for someone fucking your wife. I don't think so. That was premeditated for sure. That was not a reactionary fucking but judo again, chop. This one is confirmed. He was convicted of manslaughter and he was sentenced to, to 10 years in prison. But he only did five months because everybody thinks he has fucking eyes like a soul on fire. I'm telling you, yeah, <laughs> he's got eyes on fire. He's a striking I mean, man. You're not going to turn down Moses. If you could part you the Red I mean? Seas, you could part yeah. your fucking arrangement. Part the legs yeah. too. Yeah, you know you know what what definitely part definitely. your cellmates' butt cheeks. Yeah. Um, so he ends up serving five months out of ten years. Um, all charges get dropped because he goes to a new trial. Um, this is when his second marriage falls apart. And, um, this is already when the restaurants are becoming profitable. So he's already started the source restaurant and then he opens up, um, one called the aware Inn on the sunset strip. That's right up the street from one of the big clubs in LA studio 50 something studio 99, one where Joaquin Phoenix died. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix died. River Phoenix died. Oh, I was, I was like, like what? he's alive. What are you talking about? One more River Phoenix. <laughs> he almost broke my heart right now. I can't remember the name of the club. I'm so sad about River Phoenix. Now I'm thinking about Explorers. I don't even know who River Phoenix is. He was an Explorers. Joaquin Phoenix's younger yeah. brother. Yeah, it's his little brother. Yeah. I figured that. He, he was cool before Joaquin. I don't know. Um he was. His older brother. When? when? Is he younger brother or older brother? Younger brother. Oh, maybe it wasn't um, yeah. older brother. I don't know. I think it was older brother. What, what did he do? What was he in? Explorers, that movie where they take the tilt and whirl and turn into a spaceship. What year? Wasn't he a young Indiana 86, Jones? 87. Uh, it was back in the day, yeah. Young Indiana Jones, too. What? <clears throat> right? Was he? Wasn't he? Is that him? Is young that Indiana him? Jones. Uh, if he's young Indiana Jones, I'll be sad. We got to check now. You should be sad about Explorers, bro. If you haven't seen that, you should watch it. Uh, I have when they build a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's garbage. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> it's the Goonies of space. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I got to yeah. do a fight with Maddox about Goonies. I don't want to talk about it. Why? Oh, is he on my side? He is on your side. Yes. That's my boy. He, he was just like, <laughs> he was just like, it's just not that great, Dad. Oh, he was I've been making Indiana that, Jones. I've been making that little fucker do push-ups, though. Because he's like sitting in there playing Fortnite. So we started on, he couldn't do two push-ups, mm. and then he would put his butt in the air. And I was like, man, you haven't been to jiu-jitsu in months. You yeah. fucking, you're getting, you're getting soft, bro. Yeah. So I put him in the front room and told him, just do five push-ups. That's all I want from you, five push-ups. And he did two, put his ass in the air to rest, mm-hmm. did three, put his ass in the air. I was like, oh God, this is sad. So he got through five, and I said, tomorrow you're doing six. We're going to go to 100. He fucking hates me. He's mad about it. He's not having a good time. So every night at around 8.30, he just, I, I'm like Maddox, and he's like pissed. He comes stomping down the hallway. Yeah. I'm like, got to knock your push-ups out, dude. He can do 20 push-ups in a row now. Nice. Good push-ups. Yeah. And then he'll do 10, and then he'll do his remainder. So he's on 34 tonight, I think. Um, and he started at five push-ups the first night, nice. and he couldn't do two in a row. Yeah. It's crazy how fast that happens, though. So Yeah, it's muscle memory. Yeah, dude. He's, he's gotten way oh. better. Make your kids do push-ups. It's important. Yeah, and pull-ups. That's the message. I can't do pull-ups. I can't either. I need to. He was in Stand By Me. Um, Fuck yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. He was in in it. He played. He wasn't in Young Indiana Jones, but he played 
young Indiana Jones in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah. TV show, there was a different young Indiana. I can't believe I forgot Stand By Me. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So anyway. Um, yeah, he was, was Indy. Indy was the dog's name. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he ends up uh, opening the source, and the source was making $10,000 a day, which at That's- the the equivalent good. now is like $40,000 a day. That's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good. And it was like, like a, it's like a good little Caesars. Yeah. It was full of like movie stars would go there. Producers. It was like a, it was an in place to go fucking John Lennon, fucking Marlon Brando, Steve McQueen. Like all these people would go to this place. Cause there was nothing. There was a like dude it. that worked there and he said, Steve McQueen came by and they weren't open yet. And he's like, Hey man, you guys open. He's like, no, but you can go in there and make a sandwich. And he said, Steve McQueen went in the kitchen, made a sandwich and came out and hung out with him until they opened. Nice. That's some That's gross shit on the menu, though. Yeah. It was like a, yeah, fucking, was a, a plate full of fermented fucking seeds and shit. You're like, God damn. Uh, then the movie Annie Hall, like there's a scene that takes place in that restaurant and it's on the menu. But the character orders um, a yeast mash with alfalfa sprouts. Just fucking That's farts horrible. and greens. That's what they call it. <laughs> hey, can I get some farts and greens? <laughs> So, yeast. You just immediately get a yeast infection if you eat yeah, that shit. You're just fucking horrible. feeding your cheese yeah. taco. It probably wasn't bad because it's probably nutritional yeast with a bunch of other stuff, and nutritional yeast is actually delicious, but it doesn't sound... Isn't that why fucking Marmite tastes the way it does? Is nutritional yeast well, it's delicious? Fermentation is, is it delicious? It What's it taste like? What would you liken it to? Like a nutty, cheesy taste. Nutrition, it sounds maybe. horrible. Didn't you give us something that had that in it? Does Satan yeah. have it in it or something? Um, I thought you had something you let us try. I don't had nutritional I, I, yeast. You just like people who aren't vegan or anything like buy it and put it on popcorn. I even watched a, like Alton Brown. The chef is doing like cooking from quarantine with right. what's in the cupboard or whatever. And he makes popcorn and he shows like the five, his five favorite toppings for popcorn. And one of the five is nutritional yeast. Um, it's really good on popcorn. It's a delicious popcorn. Topping. My popcorn mm-hmm. includes, uh, El Yucateco and nutritional yeast. There was a, uh, there was a cashier that worked at PetSmart when I was a manager. It was an older lady, super nice. Uh, I'm not going to say her name cause I don't want to throw it out there like that. Cause it's a small world and it keeps, keeps coming back at me like boomerang fish mm-hmm. and bite me in the ass. You say her name, she'll show up like Jeremy. She, t- she might be dead. She was an older woman at the time. So who knows? But you oh, cursed her. <laughs> she used to, con- she had a really heavy accent and she would be like, Brain, can I go home today because I need to leave early because I have a yeast infection? And she, I would be like, wow, too much. Don't tell me that. If you're not feeling well, that's <laughs> fine. If you need to go home, I'll get coverage. Yeah. I'll call somebody, but I don't know. I don't need to know that you have a yeast infection because she couldn't fucking <laughs> say it. But I have a yeast infection and I need to know if I can go home early. <laughs> yes, get the fuck out of here and stop talking to me now. I don't Before you give me shit. yeast. Yeah, I don't want to get your yeast infection. So he ends up with three successful restaurants. Um, the uh, is it the Viper Room? I think it was the Viper Room. That's the one in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the he has three successful restaurants. He gets a divorce after he's in jail for fucking Jason boarding an actress's husband. Yes, um, and she takes one of the three restaurants. He keeps uh, the two, including the source. Um, and, uh, he ends up starting to teach yoga cause he's already knows that like after hours he teaches yoga Of course he uh, does. there. 
and he records music there as he's slowly starting to recruit people for his commune or his cult or whatever the fuck it is. And again, I don't know. I just I get the feeling that like a lot of these start. I think it just genuinely started as like fucking different time. 1960s. We're in L.A. You're feeling what I'm feeling. Our fucking energies are in harmony. Like, let's get together and fucking change the world and start a restaurant and move in together, man. Like, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure those were the lyrics to a song from that time for sure. Like, yeah. our loves are in harmony, all that shit yeah. you just said. Also, let's I looked it up for you. It is the Viper Club in 1993. Uh, River Phoenix died. Right. I looked it up. Yeah. So, um, the, the first or one of the earliest of the people that joined with him, and this was his, his only legal wife during the time of the source family uh, uh, forging was the, a 19 year old girl named Robin Popper. And she was a go-go dancer and father Yod had, and he was already father Yod at this point um, kept telling her to, you know, come by after hours, we play music, we do yoga. And she kept saying that uh, she didn't want to. Um, So, and this is where shit gets trippy is so his wife on august 9th 1969 he finally got to her and said no man come to my yoga class and she says okay so she goes to the source restaurant over her previous plans which was she was supposed to go to her friend sharon tate's house i fucking huh. saw that i was like wow the of night, all the nights any the night, night though any night she could have yeah. gone to sharon tate's house and she probably had been several times so the right. night that they were all fucking murdered by the manson family she was learning yoga from a completely different cult master man she ran in like, some weird yeah. circles though for yeah sure. she yeah. was destined to be in a cult like that was just a flip of the coin yeah you know? so, that's lucky too though like it's like one of those things like I was just in that intersection. If I'd have been here one minute earlier, I would have died in that car crash. You should make a book that's like one of those ones that you make decisions. It's called Choose Your Cult. And then like as you get through the book, you might drink Kool-Aid and die with fucking Nikes on. Or you might get out and just have a funny tell- story to tell on a, yeah. on a documentary one yeah. day. Because it's one of those two. Right. It's either right. it's either you got 250 in your pocket and a, a purple velvet fucking face cover. Or you're still in the cult. <laughs> or you're still in the cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like you're in a, you're in a scold or something. Yeah. She took it as a fate and sign from God and proof that this guy was close to God. Um, cause all of her friends just got fucking murdered and she decided yeah. to stay and do yoga with them. So they ended up getting locked married. her in. So she's the one who talks shit about him later because he starts diddling all the other girls that are, that are joining the cult. So, um, he becomes father Yod or Yahohua. Um, and he starts to attract people. That's also a Japanese sports drink. Yeah. It's delicious. It is. It's made out of cherry. Cherry blossoms. My favorite. Yeah. Um, He, uh, he calls it the source family because they all meet at the source. He buys a legit mansion in the fucking Hollywood. Fuck yeah, he did. Like legit, like straight. Did you see any of the video with them all hanging out the windows and shit? I just saw photos of that fucking place. Oh, it was crazy. There was 140 fucking people in there or something. It was wild. Yeah. So, um, so he must have legit had the Bentley and stuff like the pictures. Yeah, they're making 10 grand a day, dude. $10,000 a day at that one restaurant. He had three restaurants, and then everybody fucking quit and just went to work for him. So he didn't really have to pay anyone. It was a collective. So they were all living in one fucking place. So if they did make money or have some other job, they contributed to pay for that. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. And no one cared what they did. 
Like I quit my job as a stockbroker and now I'm a fucking bus boy at the source. And I'm in the interviews. There's people going like, I sold my business that was making a lot of money and I became a waiter the next day. Yeah. Like they fucking believed in him so hard. So he had a core group of about 150 people. Although in one video clip that I saw, he said that he wanted 4,000. Um, but uh, he had 14 wives with, within the group. He had three children um, his wives, because they all rename themselves, um, and they all they change their last names to Aquariana. I thought it was just mm-hmm. Aquarian. Aquarian. They pronounce it Aquarius. Yeah, they just say Aquarian because it was the age of Aquarius. Like so they, uh, they fully- it's either Aquarius or Aquarian. Yeah, now now I'm confused because you oh, said Aquariana. I think it is Aquarian because the but they they all refer to themselves on the documentary. They must have asked them in that way though to kind of guide it. They all introduce themselves by their cult name. Right. Um, but some of them seem like they still hold that name, man. Yeah, most- like they're trippy. There's crystals in the background on all those motherfuckers, like all of them. So they all rename themselves. So his 13 wives were all named Aquarian last name, but their first names became Mukashla, Isis, Astral, Heaven, Prism, Aquariana. So her name is Aquariana Aquarian. She's doubling down. Those are all <laughs> scented sex lubes. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Harvest Moon. Galaxy, yep. lovely, used it. Peralda, hmm. which sounds like My, Toyota. Peraldo, <laughs> Peraldo. That one's for your mustache. Hypatia, that's the one black girl that's standing next to her. <laughs> Hypatia, that's yeah. A cold, that's a cold sore ointment. <laughs> yeah, I need to get some Hypatia for this cold sore. Tantaloyo, Venus, and a home. A home. And I need children, to buy a home. The children, when I get older, I will grow up and save my money and buy a home. The children were Tao, <laughs> Buttercup, and Yod. Princess Buttercup. <laughs> Boo. Um, so it's a commune. They believe in pushing themselves to attain spirituality. You can imagine there was a shitload of drugs. Just have to imagine, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's the age. Any Anything we're talking about that's like in the 70s? Yeah. Drugs. Late 60s, drugs. early 70s, yeah, for sure. Drugs, yeah. Um, they thought that sex would heighten your consciousness. Um, and again, like, the I read multiple articles that said this wasn't like the first group of hippies to start a commune in Los Angeles, but it was the first group of hippies to start a commune in Los Angeles in a way that was sustainable and that tons of other people followed. So it's like, again, like I think this guy was like some city spirit of Los Angeles, like the hippie subculture of, of dropping out and all that stuff that was huge in the sixties and seventies. Most of them were doing it the way he did it and the health vibe and the weird crystal new age shit that everyone pegs to Los Angeles I think all of that is from him. Like, I yeah. think this is the source. Like, I'm sure it existed in some capacity, but when fucking Steve McQueen and Marlon Brando and shit are coming to your restaurant and they're leaving, having bought this guy's album, you know, Earth, Wind and Fire yeah. was was buying his albums out the back door. 
like on well, the, docu- on the, the documentary there was like at one point there was 140 people because they had to move out of that mansion there was 140 people living in a three-bedroom two-bathroom fucking house and they converted the two-car garage into a music studio in which he gave them thirty thousand dollars to go shopping to buy all the equipment and then they actually record i think they released nine albums but they recorded 68 albums yeah. in that fucking garage jesus christ yeah. listen to any of it I, dude, some of it because it's it's in the documentary. It is rough. Well, here's there's some no. there's some forced shit in there. I listened to I don't know three or four songs, and yeah. I have to say, the music is fine. Sometimes like, some of it stuff I listen to the song the the official tracks that I listened to it just sounded like any soundtrack from 1969, like just yeah. the, the decent guitarist, decent bass, decent drum, like kind of a a doors la late 60s vibe going on to the music and then he would come on and he sounded like a fucking cat with fucking lobsters <laughs> taped to him getting dipped in boiling water like, because so, it's because there were actual musicians yeah. there but they gotta let the cult leader come in with the yeah. fucking cowbell is the problem yeah so he comes in and starts banging on a fucking drum off beat yeah. and wailing about some fucking psychedelic shit yeah and they have to kind of adjust to it and start oh this is what we're doing now well what's interesting is they came out with the 2020 album under a new name though it's niner niner oh now. oh there you go niner niner i yeah. like the shout out yeah. So, so I fucking don't have any of that information with me. <laughs> but apparently their albums are like super worth money and impossible to find. Like people who will like, see me and Brent pick up our phone. People who like <laughs> psychedelic um, albums like from that era. They say that that's like the chase album to find like a that's a, that's a just some vinyl psychedelic and his group. What the fuck was this band called? Um, trying to find this band's name. Mm. I'm weird at something. Thirteen was it? Yahoa thirteen. Yahoa thirteen. You Yahoa thirteen. Yep, Yahoa yep. thirteen. Um, but yeah, apparently because there just wasn't much, they didn't print very many albums. They only sold them through the source restaurant um, for $10 a piece, which in fucking 1970, that was probably a lot of goddamn money for an album. Um, but uh, so, yeah, but it's it's apparently and the the album cover is amazing on one of the albums that I saw. The front of it is him naked, basically having sex with a woman on the hood of his of his car. Um, and she's like laying back so you can see her breasts and his hands are covering up her bush. And then on the inside of it, she's naked laying in bed and he's drinking, he's feeding her wine with a goblet. And then I think the, and it looks like a tarot card. The first one is the lover and it's a tarot card. And then the they back, didn't even have to pose for those pictures. They were just following yeah, around with the yeah. camera. That's just shit that happened. The, the back cover is him posing. Is it a rolls that white rolls? Yeah, um, posing in his roles in a big suit, um, and it's called the Chariot, and it's like a well. There's the opening, Savage Sons of Yahoa. There's an album cover Brent saw before, but it's the it's the roles, and it's like five dudes, but it's like it's like a rap cover album. You know what I mean? Rap album cover shit, hmm. like before rap yeah. albums. Like it's kind of funny. That, that pimp suit's pretty. Yeah, cool. the way that the way that you know the shit came out. Right, it's, it's pretty right. funny. So one of the things that happened, and I don't know 
this might have been in the movie. Was there a, a weird stillbirth revivication scene? In- yeah, man, they yeah. show it. I mean, they yeah. show fucking everything. <laughs> Naked woman, like birthing. Um, and that baby, they're in like, uh, she's in labor for like 22 hours and they start to get concerned. And then they finally pull the baby out and the umbilical cords wrapped around its neck three times. Mm. And it's fucking stillborn. And at that point, like usually you have mental retardation, just uh, like if it recovers at all, he unwraps the cord. The baby is dead. And we're talking about 22 hours of labor. Yeah. And he pulls the baby out, says to God, like, if you, I don't remember what he proclaimed, but he said, if you just let this baby live, I'll never do X again or whatever the fuck it is, or I'll dedicate my life to God or something. And then he took a deep breath and blew into the baby's mouth. And the baby just fucking like came to life immediately and was fine and lived on to have a normal life. (laughs) Nothing wrong with it. So like, that's a real fucking miracle, dude. Like 22 hours in labor, triple wrapped around the fucking neck. It was dead, dude. And he blew it fucking some kind of life of Moses pimp breath into its fucking mouth. (laughs) I mean, it's, I I don't think it's not a miracle. It's just that happened. I mean, it's not a miracle. If he wouldn't have done it, they should do a chew, uh, a five gum commercial for that. It's like what it's like to chew five gum. And it just, (laughs) stillborn baby and they just breathe life into it that would be funny that's a good commercial right there yeah i'm not gonna say it's a miracle but i'm gonna say it's statistically improbable yeah for sure like how many times that happened probably that once like there's there's been times where doctors have pulled them out the cords wrapped around they undo it bring the baby back you know Uh, a lot of times there's problems i mean that means the cord was already wrapped in there probably for some time maybe or as as the birthing was because what will happen is as you go into labor the baby starts to get wrapped up right so it might have just gotten tighter as it came out right and then all of a sudden you know he's able to to you know resuscitate the baby but it was a trip though. On that video, dude, no, there's like sure. the father sitting there next to her and he's like dabbing a towel on her vagina, like cleaning up shit. Yeah. yeah. And you're yeah. like, thanks, That's Father you, God. You didn't do that? <laughs> I didn't. No. I stood back. Yeah. That was, Almost, no. that there was, was a lot. There was a lot going on. I almost passed yeah. out. The smells. So, yeah. That was the moment that he went from <laughs> Father Yod to Yahua. Oh. Uh, that that moment he was all up in yahua yeah he was, yeah, he was. <laughs> and that was the moment where a lot of people started to believe that he did have some closer connection to god um because they they saw it happen right um maybe he just has a really thick accent and he was saying yahua yeah. you fucking hua yeah like that. he was like you fucking hua who just this is not my baby you fucking hua <laughs> Brad doesn't get it. You fucking whore. who you been sleeping with? You don't I like did. it. No, it's like an argument between Nick and his wife. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This baby so, looks just like Mike. <laughs> he comes up with um, Yod's commandments, um, which they also called the guidelines because they said that they were guidelines more than rules. Um, mm. So he's the the guideline commandments were. Obey and live by the teachings of your earthly spiritual father. Convenient. Yeah. Oh, him. Yeah. Him. And still some, oh, some I discipline. Get I get it. Next okay. one. Love your earthly spiritual father more than yourself. Oh, him. Yeah. Ah, oh, I see where this is going. Harm not one of your body parts, either by neglect, food, drink, or knife. He from his restaurant. Right. Um. Or like there's a loophole there. I can harm my body with two knives or I can harm or a spoon. I can harm two of my body parts with a knife. Yeah. Cause it just says not, not one of your body parts. 
Yeah. And this is how fucking like legal contracts start to get real right, tricky. Exactly. People people like Dave are like, yeah, harm not loophole. one of your body parts. You should just say harm none of your body parts and you're right. Allow this is my this might be my favorite one. Allow each vibration to complete its own cycle without interference. Make sure you change the batteries in your in your vibrator. Okay. Ah. Possess nothing you do not need and share all you have. I'm down with that one. Keep your vibrator and let someone borrow it if they need it. Yeah, yeah. The man and his woman are one. Let nothing separate them. If you're married, don't use a vibrator. Squander not thy creative force in lust. I like the thy. Squander not thy creative force in lust, but come together only when the three vibrations of the physical, the mental, and the emotional are in harmony with <laughs> virtual love. If you're right, going to you use a vibrator, me. make sure you, you come together. There. That's what's happening. You there. lost me there. Yeah. I'm still know. on board. So squander not thy creative force in lust. Yeah, I don't know. But come together when the vibrations of the physical, the mental, and the emotional are in harmony with spiritual so love. Don't fuck too much. Don't fuck if if your three vibrations aren't in harmony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, each morning. Join your vibration with the ascending currents of the universal life energy using the keys that your earthly spiritual father has taught you. I, I don't know. I don't know about this vibration thing. You lost me. You lost me with the vibrations. Do, do every act energetically, intelligently, truthfully, and lovingly. Okay. And when these commandments are mastered, leave the house of your earthly spiritual father and do the work of your heavenly father. There's a lot of vibrations going on there. A lot of vibrations. A lot of fathers. A lot of fathers and vibrations. Um, That's weird. So the the filmmakers take on the cult, and this is like this one. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know if I don't know. I think the filmmaker was like in, like feeling it, feeling the piercing eyes. Um, she said in the vice interview, our world is a mess. Our paradigms are breaking down, creating space for new visions. We can let corporations fill those voids or people can take action in the early seventies. It was a similar situation. Hundreds of thousands of young people rejected mainstream culture and formed communities to try to create a world they would want to live in. The source family was just one of these many groups, whether they could sustain themselves or had flaw aspects is not important. The group's radical idealism and actions to find a better way of living and a deeper understanding of what it means to be human transformed everyone who participated. Which I I get it. Like you have to try to do something like you don't know what's going to work. And they're like inventing a new society, which made me think like pretty deep, like Think about the hierarchy of old societies and like how things worked and how the social interactions were and how different that is from today and how, how it's ever evolving based off of whatever socioeconomic, whatever, whatever's going on on the planet. Like how quickly our world just fucking changed from COVID. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like we went from a vastly fucking different, like we can't hand, shake hands. You can't do whatever the fuck you're going to do. Everybody's weirded out. If you cough, you got to quickly explain that you have allergies, all this bullshit that's fucking changed and happened. I know like some people don't give a fuck. I can see Brad's eyes rolling over here, but <laughs> I'm saying like when something is forced, like they got this whole like Vietnam shit going on yeah. and LSD comes into the picture. There's a huge paradigm shift yeah. and some of them were right. A lot of his shit was right. Like veganism and fucking yoga and this healthy living shit 
It's just that the power went to his head and he started fucking 13 chicks. That's what always fucks the people up. The power goes their head and they fuck it up. But before he was on track, he had this family fucking living. He was the father to people that fucking needed it. Maybe they didn't have a father figure. He loved everyone like a father. Even when it started, like he formed a council that was the, his 13 wives that basically made the decisions and ran the day by day actions of the family. And he would just interject when he needed to, or wanted to so it wasn't even like he was super power hungry he just wanted to fuck like and those women aren't even jealous about it dude they talk about it they were like they would have sex with him and they were like i didn't even know anyone else was in the room it wasn't that kind of construct they didn't even think of it in that way allegedly at least that's how they're describing it like i know it sounds crazy but it just didn't matter like i was just making love and that's we were making love right then and there was no jealousy you stayed out of the other person's way you didn't get involved with the other i mean and that's a weird thing like normally we don't see that and i don't know um you know if that's a societal you know, I think thing I that's, think that's pressed on to humanity. Or- I think something like that, though, like if, if they're so drawn to that person, like no matter what they're doing, like you could say, like, oh, I know that he's, you know, has this is, this this other is what wife. it takes to be with him. Yeah, this, and and they're just okay with it. Right. I mean, if you're okay with whatever the scenario is, it's not going to bother you. Right. right. It's when you're not okay with the scenario that it bothers you. So I, I can understand it. I mean. It, it, I, I don't know. I mean, could you do it? I don't know. Like if you were married to one woman, there's fucking 13 other dudes banging her. Like, yeah, see, that's I not going to be okay. Like that's not going to. Yeah. But if you, if you were madly in love with her and didn't matter, like it, if, if nothing else, absolutely nothing else mattered. Right. Like Metallica. You just wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just wanted to be with that person no matter what. I, I, mean, I guess for some especially people. if you, if you, if you started that way, yeah. Like, oh, she's already got seven husbands. Yeah. Maybe the communal living and the environment they were in and the mindset of fucking universal peace and, and love the and vibration too. And, like it, right. it's everybody's the, you know, just running around everybody. naked. Yeah. Like the naked the thing spirit. wasn't even a problem. Yeah. You're like, oh, I've seen everyone naked. Titties yeah. aren't titties. Those feed babies. Like maybe they're not thinking of some yeah. of that stuff. It's and I think it just depends on the mindset. Like if it was like, you know, this big house and there's like 12 other dudes and it's like, you know, you can go have sex once or twice a week with her. And then the rest of the time you're just like all fucking playing Xbox with each other and fucking like, yo bro, what's up? I don't know, man, going to the gym. You want to come? Yeah. Let's talk to Sam. Hey Sam, you want to go to the gym too? Yeah, let's go. Like if they all actually fucking like each other and hang out and then they're all like, I don't know. Like you have to like kind of put your mind in. Cause I think the problem is on 12 dudes. That's a lot of, that's a lot of fluid in one hole where the other way it's not, it, it's a lot of fluid in a lot of holes. It, that's the problem is the cross contamination factor. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. there's also something more beautiful, you know, for, for, for more, most heterosexual guys are like, Oh, two chicks kissing. I mean, that's hot. And for some, one of the reason the hairy dudes are sweaty is like not as pretty as women, are, like women that. are beautiful. Some dudes do, but I'm like, women are yeah. beautiful. That's the thing. But that's also my opinion, I guess, right. you know? Yeah. It's hard to view it that yeah. way. So I don't it's know. It's hard for you to wear your foot or, you know, wear the shoe of the other person yeah. to wear my foot in my mouth. Yeah. Wear your foot yeah. in your ass. So then this is the <laughs> quote where I thought the filmmaker like fell in love with her subject matter. She said, when I first started working with Isis Aquarian on the book in 2006, because they released a book in 2006, and then I think they reissued the book in, I want to say 2012, along with a bunch of CDs of the, of the records that they had made. Um, she said, I began experiencing all kinds of phenomenon and increased synchronicities to the point where it was really bizarre, like finding out that my car insurance broker was actually Father Yod's son. 
and discovering that our next door neighbor, Bud Court, just happened to be the only movie star who was a member of the Source family and multiple psychics saying that they saw a five pointed star with portal points over our house and felt Father Yod's presence in our living room. He was apparently sitting across from me in a big leather chair. So some of that synchronicity stuff is kind of a trip. Like that is pretty close to home that his fucking kids, your insurance agent and the dude that lives exactly next door. You happen to be involved in the cult or something, but the they might've mind fucked her into doing portal it points of stars though. Yeah. On that same video that I saw stolen valor and, and the fucking hundred dollar bill trick. They had a, uh, they had a fucking psychic go on there and they showed her a picture of the reporter that was going to interview her the next day, but yeah. they told her it was a missing child. And they, she, she gave them, she, they hired her for $400 to find this missing child. And it was just a picture of the, of the reporter. And they said, she said she suffered a horrible death. She was sexually assaulted. She pointed on a map where they could find her body within a two mile radius, all this fucking shit. And then they like bring in the reporter and they're like, Hey, does this girl look familiar? She's like, Oh, I worked that case. Yeah, it does. Terrible, terrible, tragic story. She's like, it's me. And she was like, you didn't disappear. She's like, I'm sitting right here. Like she believed her own bullshit. Yeah. She like, couldn't like back out of her own bullshit. So I don't know on the psychic thing, man. I've never had any personal experience where anyone blew my mind with some shit. I didn't know. I've had synchronicity stuff happen to me for sure. Weird ass fucking shit like that. We're like, how could that even be possible? Especially multiple psychics saying that they saw a five pointed star. That- but maybe they know about the story or what she's doing or what they're into. Like I said, I think I think they mind fucked her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think they mind I fucked her. So, yeah. And who knows what it. information she provided when the psychic was was yeah. hired? Like, look, all this weird shit's happened well, to me. I need to know. I'm sorry. Who knows what happens when you're watching hundreds of hours of original documentary footage. Yeah. You might have brainwashed her fucking self. Like she was there. Like she was all of it. Like she probably spent a couple years of her life watching this footage, editing it, putting it all together, like talking to no, I mean, you're in your project. The only people she's talking to are the two Aquarians. And she's just watching footage upon footage, like speeches he gave and fucking listening to his music endlessly. And it's like, no, she got brain fucked yeah. by him from. Yeah, because if, if you told me there was a five pointed star with portals, I'm like, I'd be like, OK, but probably Darko. after I watched all that shit, I'd probably be like, oh, my God, right. that's crazy. Because I would, you know, she, she probably she just mind fucked herself. And the other thing is, you, how many psychics did you have come into your house? Like, why do you have all these? They, yeah, maybe those motherfuckers what know each other, though. They meet at the psychic meetings on Friday. They're like, oh, did she hire you? Okay, check it out. Yeah. Let's keep this shit together. Like, it's like price fixing. They want to make sure the fucking shit's, you know, that might be a thing where psychics run, talk to each other. Just run just the five-pointed star gambit and say he's in the leather chair. Got it. There's probably a, a searchable <laughs> database where they're like, okay, check it out. She's got something going to happen in the future medical. Her uncle John died. He's speaking to her. He wants her to know that Aunt Susie's okay. There's probably some database where they put notes. If there's not, I'm making it tomorrow. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> psychic psychic database. Yeah. yeah. Psychic, psychic, psychic cliff notes. Yeah. So cliff the psychic notes. That's what it 74, is. 74, Father Yod had grown, grown paranoid. Um, hospitals had been alerted when, um, or no, a hospital alerted the authorities when an underage girl came in um, because she. Or no, a child came in because she almost died from an untreated staph infection. Um, And then people started looking into it and finding out about the underage runaways that had moved into his mansion. Um, 
and the families were looking for them and trying to get them back. And keep in mind, a lot of these families are rich and powerful LA families as well. Um, and he, he like had them like emancipated, got them married, changed their names, all kinds of crazy shit to defend against it. But once there was like children in danger, all that was kind of out the window, regardless of what was going on. I know there was an interview with one of the guys in the documentary that had a little boy. He lived at the commune. And it was like a two year little boy and he got an ear infection and his fever was like a hundred and fucking five or some shit. And they were like chanting and shining blue lights and red lights on his face and shit. And he was like, I'm fucking out of here. And he just left right. and took his kid to the doctor and saved him because he had a hundred and five. Fever. Yeah. And they wouldn't let even let him have fucking, you know, ibuprofen or yeah, Tylenol. They, or they didn't believe yeah. in hospitals. Um, so he closes the source restaurant and moves to Hawaii. Um, I don't know if he sold it. Doesn't sound like he did. I think he just literally closed it and left, which is a big mistake for cult leader. That motherfucker's making fucking 40 grand a day. Sell that bitch and move. Or run that shit remotely and have him yeah, put the check no in the kidding, bank. No kidding. But he shuts down his restaurants. He moves to Hawaii. And once they get to Hawaii, they don't have much money because he immediately buys a fucking, he's like Elmer J. Fudd, millionaire. I own a mansion and a yacht. He fucking shows up in, in Hawaii and buys a helicopter and a big ass boat. Um, so was no a helicopter. Had, I thought it was a private plane. I think uh, that was a plane in a boat. No, I could, I could be wrong for sure. I'm trying to see. What is it? He, he bought two things. He spent like all their money on like a fucking private right, plane. A private plane. Oh yeah. I had too yeah. much. I had too much Thomas Magnum in my brain. <laughs> I was picturing <laughs> too, much, too much, too much of Thomas's Magnum in yeah, your butt. That's right. Mm. Is that what you said? Um, so yeah, they bought a private plane and a boat. And um, once they got there, they realized they had no money. So all of the males had to shave their hippie hair and go get jobs to try to fucking pay the rent. Um, and he started to, this is when he started to drink his own Kool-Aid. He started to believe he was closer to God. It started to become a big power trip. He started to try to exercise power over all the women that had been calling all the shots. Um, he, uh, he would apparently throw into crazy rages because no one in, um, no one on the islands wanted them there. They were like, yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't employ them. Uh, there were some other cults that were already there um, and set up and established. So they were like, they were not fucking having that shit. No one would employ them. And then they ended up, cause I think the other cults were all on welfare. They, they showed up and just fucking tried to do farming and right. then applied for fucking government aid. Right. So then he's also, um, and the thing I said that I read said he was paranoid that the government was coming after him, but the government was coming after him. <laughs> like for underage marriages, for kidnapping, for fucking tax evasion. <laughs> like that's not paranoia. Right. Like there that's happening. Um, but maybe anyway. he was just super freaking out though, because every morning they took a six second drag of marijuana. Did you see that? No. So he might've been paranoid. That was like, I don't know. They had a funny name for it, like God's breath or something. No. But every morning <laughs> they all started with a six second drag of marijuana. God's breath. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, so on December 26th, 1974, um, is when they moved there. But then on August 25th, 1975, he decides to go hang gliding. And one article I read said that before he left in the morning, father Yod told his wife, Makushla that mm. her, she was, happened to be wearing a black dress that morning. And before he walked out the door, he said, um, that black dress is appropriate for today. 
There's yeah. video of all of that yeah, oh, in the documentary. They show yeah. her, she's wearing a black dress and he says like, she, oh, you're dressed appropriate. They're so fucking strange, man, their interactions and their just speech and cadence and just the way they talk to each other. It's all weird. And she's like awkwardly laughing because maybe they're worried about him a little bit or something. Um, and so he says that, <laughs> that he wants to go hang gliding with no lesson or something like that and be in God's hands. God damn, did you see the video of the hang gliding? No. It's just, they're talking about it too. They're just like, <laughs> there's like, there was all this really strong wind and he's up there and he's fucking looking like Moses in a hang glider and the fucking, still, when he, still shots. Oh, there's video. And then when he takes off, they're like, it was so windy. And as soon as he took off, the wind just fucking stopped. God was like, Yod, how dare you? I'm yeah. God. Like he just fucking turned that shit off. Turn off the wind machines. Fucking Truman show. He shut it down. And that motherfucker like nosedived recovered from the nosedive uh, and then uh fucking lands on the beach which is like i'm still kind of confused about what goes down here because he recovered and landed on a nearby beach and the natives run up to help him he was probably spiraling down i mean the hang glider was probably on a spiral that slowed his fall right but not enough to save him yeah they don't really sh- i don't think they showed the crash crash but they show him up there on it getting ready to take off and they talk about how the wind just stopped and they kind of show him off in the distance on the hang glider successfully gliding um but then he navigates and kind of just hits a hits a beach so maybe he hit real hard but he didn't have any injuries per se um that you could say i i don't know so after he crashes the source family gathers around him on the beach and they say what should you do and he screams transmute my pain yeah, they're holding a tape recorder and a video camera over. I'm just like documenting the fuck out of everything. Right. So no one knows what that means or what to do. So they start to chant, transmute the pain, transmute the pain, which isn't doing it. It's, it's very awkward. The whole fucking thing is super awkward. Yeah, they're just saying that. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of young fucking girls too. Yeah, they're like 17. They don't know what the fuck's happening. No. Moses just crashed on a hang glider on the beach and there's fucking natives around him but with I pineapples say, and shit. I will say this about the fucking staph infections and the ear infection and no one going to the hospital. Father Yoda's laying there dying because he just jumped off what the article I read said a 13,000 foot cliff. Is that not right? Uh, no, 1,300. Yeah, I was going to say 13,000 like 13, feet. I was like, there's no fucking way, dude. Yeah. That's, that's Mount Whitney is 13, yeah. like 14,000. Yeah. I was like, there's no cliff okay. like that. Yeah, so he just fucking fell off a 1300 foot cliff. He's dying and he refuses to go to a hospital because he doesn't believe in hospitals. So at least he put his money where his mouth is on the we don't go to hospitals angle. Yep. You know, I'll give him I'll give him some credit for that one. He got he got a taste of his own medicine, even though it wasn't allowed. Yeah. yeah. So nine days later, he uh, dies. Um and maybe inter- internal bleeding something maybe massive organ damage and right. i'm sure it was not nine pleasant days um but uh so yeah that was it. and then after that they had no money they had no place to live they weren't staying in hawaii the group just disintegrated as soon as as soon as father yo died but um interesting cult um, like I said, a lot of the articles and even I, I think the documentary filmmaker sort of refused to call it a cult. They just refused. They, they, they referred to it as a commune. Um, but because she was drinking a little bit of that Kool-Aid. Yeah. I she had a little sip. Yeah, I think oh, she had a fully sip. fell in. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't immerse yourself in all that shit. Like, you know, like you said, if your daughter looked at one frame and fell in love with his nose. <laughs> yeah. Like he has a nice nose. Like, she don't say shit like that. She never makes yeah. a comment like that. She was, was weird. She was watching hundreds of hours of footage. And <laughs> that was a test. I got to keep a close eye on her. Underage I mean, girls. That, that means she's yeah. going to fall for it. Yeah. yeah. 
the right age and everything. She's 16. Like she's going to be like, went for you're going to be going after her friends, like looking at her, like the, the her guy friends, but like, let me look at his nose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a fucking exceptionally nice nose. No, it's going to nice be a nose. guy that's. You can't hang out with him anymore. He has an exceptionally nice nose. It's going to be their dad or something. Oh, that's 50, weird. 50 year old oh, creeper. Wow. Yeah. Maybe she, oh, she has daddy issues <laughs> already? <laughs> I guess. Daddy wasn't there. I work a lot. Never home. I work a lot. I am yeah. never home. Pays more attention to yeah. the chickens. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to get her out there and look at the chickens too. Uh, she just doesn't care about that. She likes old men now. We, we grew, fodder, we grew fodder for the chickens, Dave. Did I tell you? We you, grew like, some you can't even not talk yeah. about them for a minute. I'm trying to change the subject, bro. I'm getting real worried over here. I'm starting to contemplate what might be happening. She, she fell for serial killer, not a serial killer, but a cult leader in like two seconds, yeah. man. She looked at that TV and it was a over. Still photo. Yeah. A still photo. Yeah. He didn't have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, neither did the, the businessman, too. Bar- yeah. Kissed his, his feet. Kissed his feet. Yeah. Just how it works. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we grew barley for the chickens, Dave. They they love it. They eat it like spaghetti. It's pretty funny. Like I've only seen them like peck like little pieces of stuff, like a seed or something. But th- that thing, the uh, fucking they got no gag reflex. Those those barley things are like four or five inches long, little sprigs. They just pull them out of there and just like it's down their throat. You're like, what in the fuck? Oh, I didn't so even know they had like barley yeah. sprouts. It's barley sprouts, yeah, in, in no soil, just the yeah. seeds um, soaked in water. And then when they sprout, put into like a, an aluminum like baking tray. And then they just fucking sprout like crazy. These bright green sprouts come up like four or five inches. So we just set the pan out there. And then they fucking like knew. Hmm. Like nature just kicked in and they ran over there and just started pulling them out like one little single sprout. And then they just like fucking, it's fucking gone like spaghetti. It's a trip. Brent talks about his chickens like they're his kids. I like those chickens, man. These chickens have been fun. Yeah. I am the pigeon father. I'm cheating a little bit here, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but the chickens are they're better. We're getting three eggs a day now. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, and of course, I look at like business models. Can you sell eggs and make money? But there's just no way. <laughs> it's like you'd have to have so many fucking chickens. Yeah. Like it's like fi- farmer Brent. five dollars a dozen. Like it's there's just it's not happening. Yeah. I'd have to have a hundred chickens, and it would still be questionable. I'd have to have a real farm. Yeah. All right. So that's all we got. That's it. Somewhere, if I can find my papers, uh, right here. Hmm. here it is on the ground. Um, so, social media winner this week, episode 480 Woodstock, is going to be Scoutman um, on Instagram for participating and tagging on Instagram is going to win a t shirt. So, uh, Frankie Pigeon is going to hit you up and I'll get that mailed out to you. If anyone's receiving stuff, so far, tons of people posting pictures. I've mailed out a crap ton of Patreon shirts, uh, membership ID cards. Thank you to everyone that's posted that stuff. Um, if you have um, an order, in uh, the store from our shop. Some of that stuff's print to order and uh, the current situation has slowed shipping down. So I shipped whatever part, if, it, if part of it was something that we actually have here at the studio, I shipped that part out. So you may be getting half of your stuff. You know, like if it's stickers, it came from here. If it's a shirt that we stock here, I shipped it and then I sent a note. So if you're worried, uh, you can check tracking and it'll give you notes and it says like I shipped the part that I have the rest of you might be waiting so I appreciate your patience um, and when you get the stuff please take a picture of it and, and post it so also um, we're part of the Podbelly network um, you can go over to podbelly.com just kind of redid the website over there so uh, the educational content is a little more, more easy to find a little more uniform um, it's easier to navigate we kind of upgraded some stuff over there uh, but go over there and check out Project Reclamation podcast and uh, also Do It Doug um, Do It Doug actually uh sam culper's involved in that one at times and i was actually on an episode of that i don't know how good it was or not but i did a, a goonies battle 
um, with Matt on uh, the Do It Doug podcast. So go check them out at podbelly.com. And if you want a free sticker, um, you can get a Kevin Bacon sticker. There's still some of them left. Uh, use code Kevin the Pig. Um, don't post that code anywhere. The only way anyone can get that code is verbally on one of the podcasts on podbelly.com. Um, also, thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It's delicious. It comes in a variety of flavors. You can get it at the grocery store. Um, you can get it at the Mexican market. And sometimes it's in restaurants, at mm. least the good ones. Mm. So if you see it in a restaurant, if you mm. see it in the public, if you're out and about in your mask eating burritos and you see one, take a picture and uh, tag us and tag them. Thank you to everybody that's over there uh, hitting the shit out of social media on El Yucateco. Um, they do message us and it's notable. They know yeah. that, uh, that you guys are engaging and that's huge for us. So um, thank you so much to El Yucateco, King of Flavor since 1960. 72. Damn you. Damn you. There's nothing good in 72. 28. 1928. There King might be some cool shit in 28. Small suits, small suits. 72, they cars. got good cars. Okay. What car is good in 72? What was it? Camaro, the bigger station wagon? Firebird. No. A 72 Firebird? Nova? Yeah. Nah. Nah? Look at Brad. Look at Brad. I'm arguing just to argue. Check out Printer Cheap. Go to printercheap.com. King of Flavors since 1972. <laughs> you can save some money uh, by use code SOFIKINGPODCAST. Um, if you want stickers that last forever, they're made out of unobtainium. So you can put them on your car. And even in Arizona heat, mm-hmm. Bakersfield heat. Yep. Africa heat. It doesn't matter. They'll last. They're there for years. Why would you they, say they Africa fade. heat? That's, that's hot as fuck, bro. It's messed up. There's black people that live there. That's, climate, <laughs> that's, that's that climatist. Yeah, that's, that's climatist. That is kind of climatist. I kind of fucked up, yeah. but they bless the rain, so it's yeah. going to be okay. Oh, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah. but only down in Africa, though. Right. Go check uh, out Go check out King of Printing since 1922. <laughs> you guys make this real easy for me. Um, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. He just released some glow in the dark shirts, and I think he's having a sale if you're listening live until today. You should really collaborate with us and plan that better. So the sale ends on Sunday yeah. when we record. Well, he makes good t-shirts. Nobody yeah. said he was smart. That's true. We'll, we'll help him out. We're going to work yeah. out. We're going to work with him. I think we're going to start giving some shirts away weekly from Jimmy D's actually. So, um, but right now he's got some glow in the dark Jimmy T, oh, uh, Jimmy D's, D's, Jimmy D's T's logos over there. So go check that out and use code Sofa King to save some money. Um, go like him on social media and hit him up. And at that, I think I have made it through the hurdle that is Brad and it's his turn now. My turn? Yep. It's your turn to say stuff. King of the end of the show since 1984. All right. All right. Uh, so we have Skull Members of the Month. Well, they did. Macaroni and cheese. They did. Nick and... Other things that I like. Nick and what's the other guy's name? Mike and... Brad K- Taylor. Kaylee? Kylie? Via Vicencio. Yep. Via Nachi. Villamo Apartmento. Flaming um, German titty fire stacks. Um, they fucked my mom. They but did. other than that... Um, so they live together. If you guys, if nobody knows, it's like three's company. They but, live together, but um, more dudes. Yeah. So Kylie and Nick are married, and then they have the third wheel. Yeah, the third wheel, which is Mike. Right. Um, so Mike uh, bought food. You know, mm-hmm. he stocks the cupboards with food. He went to make himself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and lo and behold, peanut butter's gone. You got to put stickers on that shit, Mike. They, they the other two ate the whole tub of peanut butter. In the so, bedroom, in the bedroom. Who, I don't know where, yeah, but well, who eats? I'll tell you what, the when they changed the laundry, butter. he told me when he went to go change the loads, Yeah, because um, they always leave the wet clothes in the fucking washer and yeah. never switch to the dryer, you could smell it coming out of the washing yeah. machine. We know where the- Speaking of loads of, and changing loads, <laughs> uh, Kylie's changing loads Back too, and forth. Yeah, it's like she's skiing or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so anytime he touches their food, they bitch and complain and moan about it, but right. they eat all his food. Every time he goes and buys food, they eat his food. Um, so he was trying to, he was trying to teach him self-restraint. Um, so, and he bought donuts. They ate all the donuts. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so he bought donuts again, all cream filled this time. You can imagine what cream he put in. Right. It, right. The bulldog. Yes. He let yeah. the bulldog fuck yeah. the donuts. Yeah. No, he fucked the donuts. Well, and the bulldog though. And the bulldog? Yeah. Every other. It's like, it's yeah. like roulette. You might get a good mic one, but you yeah. might get a bad bulldog one. Yeah. Yeah. The mic ones were good. I heard. So, yeah. So they ate the donuts, obviously <laughs> cream filled. Um, and, and they still don't know about it yeah, until now. Kaylee, don't put the donuts in your pussy like normal. You might get pregnant. Yeah. And it's going to real awkward. That's going to be yeah. really weird when it she has a dog a, boy. Bulldog boy. Yeah. She's going to have a, a puppy baby. Yeah. She would freeze the maple bars so they'd be yeah. rigid. That's how she did it. Yeah. Anyway. So thank you to you three being fabulous. And that's pretty much it. You know, you have, you've read you it. You don't tell me what stuff. to do. <laughs> I don't <laughs> because you'll just end the show. I remember. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go <laughs> the to the Suffolk podcast and uh, post and comment there. A lot of, a lot of you can posts, a lot of show posts. So again, I'm check doing, that out. I'm doing my best to give uh, awards from yep. uh, so the user Sofa King official, which is us. Um, this week I haven't been on Reddit because I've been working my ass off. Busy. I will, I will be back there soon and awards will be given out. And uh, Patrice is on here trying to get a shout out for Nicole for her clothing brand. I, not that I can say it, so I'm going to spell it because it's some crazy South African fucking word that means sugar, but it's pronounced Saikir, I think, something crazy like that. It's S-U-I-K-E-R mm-hmm. apparel.com. Yeah. So tons of cool shit over there. I've seen a ton yeah. of people in the group bought stuff and people have been posting stuff. Um, I went and bought some coffee mugs, so go support I your do. own. I just bought a coffee mug today. There you go. Nice. So I didn't ev- buy a coffee mug. Everybody can use a coffee mug. Go buy a coffee Son mug, Brad. Um, S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com. And uh, I'm just going to call it SKR moving forward and give the website because that is the abbreviation yeah. on all the branding and logos. Yeah. It's super close to SK too. Yep. So you're, you already love it. You yeah. know what I mean? There's just an R at the end. So yep. it's good. Kaylee, don't put it in your pussy. Yeah. And try not no to. No coffee mugs. I mean, it could be an accident with her. Out. She's walking down the street, slip and stuff happens like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Broomsticks. Fell, land on a, yeah. landed on somebody Caution cones. Dick. Axel. Yeah. We haven't seen Axel for a while. I'm, Caution I'm cones. Thinking maybe because yeah. she's had some incidents with us because they're wider at the bottom. <laughs> so she can just, just adjust. It's like a, like a unibit. Yeah. Tore her open. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all the a guys. Unibit. Yes. A unibit. You know that what that is? It's a step bit. Unibit. Yeah. Hmm? Step bit. There you go. Unibit. It's, step bit. Not unibit. That's well, not true. I, whatever. It steps. It doesn't una. It does. No. Anyway. If you're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are at Sofa King Podcast. Our personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out Eutego underscore Hot Sauce. Check out Jimmy D's Tees. Check out Podbelly. Uh, go there. And uh, they just kind of, is the site updated up? Yeah, it's that, up. Okay. Live, that, yeah, yeah, so there's some, uh, they kind of updated the site. So if you haven't been there, go check it out. Uh, they made some improvements. The Podbelly site, Brent Michonne, There's a ton of cool. podcasts on there now. There's yeah. like 80 podcasts yeah. on the directory and yeah. like 22 on the network. So, yeah. and it looks good. So, yeah. go check it out. Uh, give them a like and follow on, on social media. Um, that way, you're showing your support uh, and it's much appreciated. Uh, if you're on uh, Patreon, or if you're not on Patreon, if you're not, you're fucking up. Uh, you're a fuckface peasant. Just know that. Uh, go to patreon.com backslash sofa king podcast and support the show. We do bonus episodes that only the patrons can get. And there's also prizes. Uh, you'll see people wearing shirts or posting shirts and stickers and things. That- it's all Patrice, to be honest. It's 57 posts from Patrice. Yes. Yes. If you see one all that, yeah, she flooded the feed. Like it's you have Patrice to go back with a face mask. Now you have to go she back two a- years to find Does a regular the camera post? have COVID. That's yeah. what I want to know. She has a face mask on <laughs> while she's taking pictures. That's true. I don't understand. What is she afraid of? Yeah. People driving around with their cars with fucking face masks on by themselves. I don't understand. Selfs. But anyway, selfs. I'm amazed. You almost have to make an effort to pull that off. I, are you doing it on purpose? Of course I do it on purpose. Okay. Yeah, have you seen me it. write? I'm eloquent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Oh, so you ha- you do write well. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, go check that out and uh, you know support the show. And at a dollar, you can get the bonus episodes. Every every patron, anybody who's a patron, uh, gets the bonus episodes. That's at least four episodes every. Right month and we're doing our best we're getting some more focused topics in there it's just been super fucking busy so it's been questions and answers not that that's not fun some of the fucking golden moments come in those i have have really good time on i actually enjoy those episodes more than the content ones oh they're laid back yeah Yeah, plus sometimes you get to know us that's the other thing it's like you know it gets it gets a little personal sometimes talk about how many eggs dave can get you know that's where that stuff happens yep he's training again i am Uh, he's wearing it right now yeah it's an egg plug. It's just yeah. an, it looks like a Mr. <laughs> Belvedere's encrust, jewel encrusted egg. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's I, how I, I used, it. That's how I used to train. <laughs> it's like a Russian egg instead of an egg yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. More like, um, it's like an ostrich back. egg. It's like Rocky training against Drago. I don't use any high tech stuff anymore. Oh, just like in a, you're in a barn. In old school. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, that's pretty much it. Uh, check out the playlist Sofa King Podcast on uh, actually Sofa King Podcast 2020. On Spotify, you can check out the 2019 playlist, and there's also just a regular Sofa King podcast playlist. So if you search that, it should pop up. Uh, you can follow it or check it out if you like the end songs. Uh, some people don't. Some people do. Fuck you if you don't. Doesn't matter to me. I put them on there. Uh, if you like them, go check it out. Don't be retarded. For my monster racing, sit my jack and pop a zen before I even wash my faces. Niggas out just starving, faking funk, but swear they gone. Just think we took you for a real one from the jump. My nigga, mama's fake. Please proceed with caution. I might spaz when I'm pissed off. Tell her, hold her, hush. I mean, silence when my bitch call. Niggas in they feelings, I don't care about it at all. Fuck a close up nigga. Prepared for my lift off. Life gave me limits, so I made lemonade. All or candy, y'all shit, mini made. I took damage, I win anyway. Orbit my dick, y'all just in a way. She won't cock now, I won't clean space. Can't stop now, I've been in the race. Drawn off you now, room me, ventilate. Spent weekends where section 8 in the state. Spent my first rap check on the interface. One mic, three fifths in a zipper haze. Smoke dope with the bros out Tennessee. Come with fuck shit, bitch, get away. Cup full of spaceship, that's my getaway. I can't never draw, you can get a race. Niggas hate, leave them all with a shitty face. I pray my name, leave it. Count my blessings from my monster racing. Sip my jack and pop a zen before I even wash my face. You niggas, spirit starving. Give a fuck whether your gone. Just think I took you for a real one from the jump. My nigga, mama's fake. Please proceed with caution. I might spaz when I'm pissed off. Tell her, hold her, hush. I need silence when my bitch call. Niggas in they feelings. I don't care about it at all. Fuck a close up, nigga. I'm 
I'm prepared for my lift off. I put my soul in this, it's where I exist in my own dimension. No skateboard, my grind on the tents, and I feel way more than I want to mention. Stay lab, I perfect my invention, while they little hoes to shit for attention. When I brainstorm, this shit come with wins that'll turn that beef you want into ribless. What you think ain't shit but a pinch of the salt all on your face when I piss it, huh? Give two fucks about what you're up to, I leave that shit to my bitches, huh? Speaking up on they speaking tongues in my ear and tongue on my zipper, huh? Trying to write me mid-conversation, damn, let me finish my sentence. Wake up every morning, count my blessings for my mind, start racing, sit my jack and pop a sand before I even wash my face, you niggas, spirit starving, give a fuck whether your ganja stank, I took you for a real one from the jump, my nigga mama stay, please proceed with caution, now my spaz when I'm pissed off, tell her hold her hush, I need silence when my bitch call, niggas in they feelings, I don't care about it at all, fuck a close up nigga, I'm prepared for my lift off.